The Watch is the latest and the greatest in pop culture from best friends Chris Ryan and Andy Greenwald. Join them as they discuss TV, movies, music, and much more. Check out The Watch on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet and the other... Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Priceline. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place, whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. For me, my happy place is in the Mediterranean. I think I've mentioned that. Maybe it's why I like Love Island so much because they're right by the Mediterranean. But I just love the feeling of being in the sea and it's just a great sea. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals. And you even get to choose your crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. And for me, I'd love to go on a trip to the Mediterranean with friends. In fact, I might be doing that in the near future. I have done it before, And it was really some of the most fun I've ever had. I went to Sicily. We had some great swimming there, me and my friends. Anyway, if you want to have a similar experience, download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy price with Priceline. Why don't you uh, band on over and let me show you the 50 states. We got New Jersey, New York. (laughs) Everything's bigger in Texas. Don't you forget about Florida now, baby. We're going to go nice and long and deep. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman, and I'm just really hoping that no one demonstrizes my character today because I'm worried. I'm joined by Amelia Wedemeyer, the host of No Rose All Thorn. Hello, Amelia. Please Hi, don't Juliet. Demon- don't demonstrize me. I'm not going to do that to you. I would not do that to you. Don't worry. We have to talk about Thomas, who was demonstrized. <sighs> I just want to be clear. That's not a word that I've heard before. Have you ever heard that before? <laughs> I don't I don't think so, but I may, I don't know. Maybe in the dark recesses of my mind I can find it somewhere but I don't think so what was he trying to say like what was what was that word like what 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 did he think um denigrate maybe well I don't I I don't even know who knows I I just I think he was caught up in the moment and you kind of like you know you'll mix words around when you're feeling vulnerable and stuff I get it I've been there done sure yes of course of course yeah we all, we've all been there, but demonstrize, just not a word. Just wanted to start there. Um, we're on talking about Thomas. We'll keep going down that train. I just want to say I'm really concerned about Greg after this episode. I've got a lot, <laughs> a lot of doubts and a lot we need to dig into. Sure. I'm wondering if anyone knows that Andrew S is actually not British. I've just, there's just a lot to dig into overall weird episode. Oh, plus Blake. Oh my God, Blake. 
Oh, goodness. Amelia hates Blake. I can't wait to talk about that. I keep wanting to call him Blaine, but his name is Blake. We'll get into all of it. Let's get back to Thomas. Now, this is a pro-Thomas podcast. Let's just start from there. Amelia, yeah. mm-hmm. make the case for Thomas. Well, here's the thing. Okay, and I also looked up, according to Urban Dictionary, demonstratize is a thing. It's to make a demonstration out of someone uh, by utterly embarrassing them. Interesting. So I'm wrong. Okay, Thomas, I apologize. So- <laughs> Was he saying demonstrize or demonstratize? <laughs> I don't know. At this point, I'm just going to, you know what? I feel bad for the guy that he you're, can have right. either or. I'm an asshole. I'm making fun of his vocabulary. <laughs> no, it's okay. I just feel like, here's the thing. He, and the thing is, that was a bold move, I think, to come out and say, yeah, I didn't really come on this show for the right reasons in the beginning. And to admit that, because they asked him point blank. They were like, so, okay, so in the beginning, did it ever cross your mind that you could be The Bachelor? Did you come into this thing thinking, hey, I could be The Bachelor? And he was like, yeah, that was a a thought that crossed my mind. And here's the thing. If you aren't thinking that, who are you? Seriously, are you familiar with the show if you aren't thinking that? Truly, did your mom just submit you because she's a huge fan? Or what's going on? If you don't think that, I don't... You're almost too naive and I don't want you on this show. Yeah, it's like, that's your problem. If you don't know that you could be The Bachelor, that's your problem. Also... I've hard turned on Greg. I'm positive Greg <laughs> wants to be The Bachelor. Po- oh, God. Positive. However, wow. I won't talk about who we think the frontrunners are later, but I agree. Thomas was just being a regular guy. Thomas was like right. doing what Andrew S. said he wanted, which was to like act like he met you at a bar. And like if you meet someone and you have like a, yes. and you have like a surprising connection, I feel like that's actually when you're more honest because you're not like trying to like play any games. You're just like, just, totally. You, know, you play it straight because you're like, oh, there's something here. You don't need to question it. And that's what Thomas was doing. He was so confident in what was going on with Katie that he was like, yeah, I'll tell you what I was thinking. And here's where I am now. Exactly. And I think in his mind and, and in my mind, too, I was like, oh, OK, that's a that's a bold statement to make. But you want to be 100 percent honest. And you know what? I commend you on that because no one else is going to be like that. Like, yeah. you know, everyone else is thinking it, but they're not going to go out and say it. So in a way, I think it was a little foolish to say that because these men, wow, they jumped on him just like they jumped on Carl, which I'm not saying I don't like Carl. But the thing is, is like, damn, I'm definitely more Team Thomas than I was Team Carl. <laughs> me too. I, we do. I like Thomas. First of all, Callie and I have discussed this a lot. Thomas's girth, just as a human, this week was <laughs> incredibly on display. He was like too big for the hallways he was walking through. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is a tall man. He looked really great in that like dark pink coral colored jacket. I don't know. Oh, I was yeah. into it. I was really me into too. it. He's and handsome. He's like probably the most handsome guy there or was, he, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I like Thomas. I, I was sort of like, I didn't really care about him, but now that everyone's turned against him, I'm just like justice for Thomas. All he did was be authentic. And right. I, I liked when he was like, I'll sign something to say that the only thing keeps me going <laughs> is an opportunity with you. I was like, okay, <laughs> sure. Cool. Let's get a, let's get a notary public in the building to help you out with that. <laughs> it's like a really, really oh kind offer. Um, what, what did you think about Andrew's S's stance that they should not tell Katie about this as to not waste any time? Honestly, I kind of agreed with Andrew S because it's like, okay, she'll find out regardless. I really believe that. And again, it's just, it's more like drama. And the thing is, I think they took that statement that I recently said about like, are you here to be the bachelor? And he's like, that's one of my first thoughts. They took it and made it into like, this is what Thomas said. He said that he was only here to be the bachelor. And they 
twisted the words around to fit their narrative. And so I was just like, oh my God. So I, plus, I agree with Andrew S. So plus Thomas answered a question. He didn't even well, like, bring up. Thing. He didn't that, even exactly. like, bring up like, oh, if this doesn't work out. I maybe can be the bachelor. Or, like, oh, I hope it doesn't work out. He answered a question. He was just being honest. Like, Sorry, he took some truth serum. What do you want from the man? Well, exactly. And what I found interesting, so one of the main guys who was really on this campaign against Thomas was Trey. Mm -hmm. And what I found interesting is that he twisted Thomas's words and twisted the situation, I think. And in the episode, there's a moment when they're they're, they're on the group date and they're doing the um the body hair pulling and stuff. Oh, yeah. And he says, I quote, I've never had my cheeks out with another man in my life. I don't plan on doing that again. And that could be construed as casual homophobia, but I don't think he meant for it to like that be the intent. Yeah. But it just shows that like your words can get easily um, manipulated to make it seem a certain way. And I, again, I don't think he meant it for like for it to be that way, but it Me definitely either could be taken that way. Yeah, you could construe it that way. But you also could construe it that he's not comfortable being, you know, having his bum exposed with other Well, yeah, exactly. Which is also fine. Which is also fine. But again, I think it goes back to like, it's so easy to make someone out a certain way. Yeah, you can hear what you want to hear. Exactly. I just thought, I just thought that then everyone sort of, it was was funny how like we've seen them like come together to like oust people, now two people essentially. Yes. But then at the same time, we got Andrew S. just being like, don't bring her into it. Let's use the time for ourselves. Then we got Aaron yelling, be respectful. Be respectful. <laughs> Aaron is insane. I'm all in on Aaron. Oh, no. <laughs> With his um, global weird. warming analogy. The main thing is I find him very handsome. So I'm like, whatever really? you want, Aaron. Yes, oh, I do. Okay. Something right. about him I just find cute. Hmm. Okay. Him and Justin, I find very handsome. Oh, Justin's really cute. Yeah, yeah, really yeah. Really cute, yeah. Uh, now that hot Kyle's gone, I have to, you know, direct my attention <laughs> elsewhere. I, aren't you so upset that hot Kyle only lasted two episodes? He didn't even, he spoke like what one time oh, and maybe like, in the bloopers. <laughs> Poor hot Kyle too hot for oh, his own good. Oh, no. anyway, yeah. we got Andrew S saying leave her out of it. We got Aaron advocating for respect. We got Trey using his time to talk about Thomas and then all the other guys like fall somewhere in between. But it's just funny because like this is now such a defined trope of the show that like with it that like there's like different factions. It's no longer just a binary of like, is he here for the right reasons or not? But yeah. like at, at the same time, let's retire the storyline. Everyone comes on the show thinking they could be the lead. Literally exactly. everyone. You kind of have to go into it thinking like that. I mean, it's yes. smart. And uh, again, like I know I know Katie felt the same way, probably, you know? Sure. She's like, oh, I have no chemistry with Matt. I'm just here for a good time and I'm going to tell him what's up. And then here she is. She's the freaking bachelorette. Well, exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, if you didn't feel that way, then why are you the bachelorette? That's the thing. You know yeah. what I mean? You're going to take opportunities. And there's, there's nothing wrong with that. And I get that. And I just, it's, but it's just weird to me that they are using like their collective bargaining skills to <laughs> yeah. um, rally against certain guys to get them out. And I think that's something Andrew Gertadaro brought up in our little bachelor slack. Yeah. And it like, it's the first time that it's really worked for multiple against multiple guys, which is kind of amazing. And also it's interesting to me that they're doing this where they're like kind of targeting people and like almost bully. You could argue there's bullying going on here. And Katie's the anti-bullying bachelorette. I know. I thought what she did to Thomas at the end was really cold. I, I'm like, <laughs> that was so crazy. Yeah. So you think that she's going to give Thomas the rose and then she gives this little speech. You 
told me things I wanted to hear. But what I learned about you tonight is you're selfish, unkind, and a liar. Your bachelor audition ends tonight. So get out. That's like kind of mean. I, I I don't know. Like, did she have to embarrass him like that? He didn't do anything so bad. Like, justice for Thomas. I I agree. I agree. And I watched that and I was like, damn, that is, I mean, like it was a fun little moment and I get that. And I'm sure, and I don't mean to say like, I, she's thinking, you know, in long-term on this, but I mean, you know, we never know with these people. The thing is, is like, that's going to make a great clip online. Like, and you're going to have random people rallying around you. Like, a, like you're what a feminist kind of thing. And I, it's sort of like Claire's because I didn't ugh. settle for men like that exactly same kind of moment but didn't have exactly. the same pizzazz it also was just really staged like it seems like katie has a lot of tension over what she thinks she wants versus what she thinks she should do i feel like that keeps coming up like as it relates to blake yeah. as it relates to getting rid of these people i do wonder if we're seeing those seams a little bit more because of the lack of chris harrison because i feel like if they had chris harrison there's someone who's like used to kind of finessing those situations to just be like katie like you know, it's up to you or Katie. I heard you're having a hard day. Like, do you want to talk? Like, I, I right. Kate, Caitlin and Tasha are way more like co-conspirators and less like, <laughs> yeah. People. Like when Tate, when Caitlin, Caitlin was talking about Thomas and she was like, he's probably scheming. I was like, yeah, I you know, he's not, you know, that Thomas <laughs> is not scheming right now. So like, why are you egging this on? Oh my God. No, they totally, they're those annoying girlfriends that you have who are just like, yeah, they you're right. You he advice. does suck. Exactly. And I mean, nothing against Caitlin and Tasha. They're just not like the best hosts, I guess. I don't know. They're not the, well, they're fine hosts. I think they're just not good advice givers. There, There's a role for them on this show. It is actually sure. kind of fun having these alums be like, it's kind of the opposite of Top Chef where I'm sick of the alums, but on this <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like they're speaking from their own advice. It's kind of sure. cool for them to be like this, you know, also to kind of like help Katie navigate the system. But we yeah. still need a host, like just to be clear. And right. We need we need a face of the franchise. Like we need to know like who I said this a few weeks ago, like who is a sovereign of Bachelor Nation? You know, they're just a figurehead. Right. They've got no power. They're, they're no Boris Johnson. They're more Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> but like we we need that back and it's not Caitlyn or Tasha. And like I said, there's a role for them and I'm kind of enjoying them, but I like seeing mm-hmm. their outfits. But like yeah. we need, I, I think Katie's like kind of some of the stuff is playing out in front of the camera more than it might have because there's not a lot yes. of like finessing it backstage or off camera where it's like, okay, this is what we're going to do with Thomas or whatever. Or like, oh, this is what we're going to do with Blake. There's It's just like, it's lost some of its moves. It's sort of like The Bachelor lost its mojo by losing its host. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I remember there were several times I think it happened with Carl where like Katie just goes off crying and it's like, okay, so is no one going to come and comfort her? Like what? I don't. Okay. And she had to like go out and seek. That's my top complaint about Greg. Put your fucking (laughs) arm around her, Greg. She's crying. She's talking about her dead dad. Greg, why don't you touch her? I just want to, can we just, we, we got to sidetrack. We got to go talk yeah. about Greg because I've got some strong, strong opinions. Please. Since I, since I found out Greg took acting lessons, I've been suspicious of him. <gasps> Wait, what? Oh, yes. On his Instagram. Greg? He's like, at like the, the William Esper school. It's like he like took acting lessons. Okay. So okay. who's here for the wrong reasons now, <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. Greg? <laughs> okay. So anyway, so I've been suspicious of Greg. And then okay. he gets that first one-on-one. He doesn't, he doesn't comfort her when she's like talking about her father. Like he doesn't touch her. Like they're on a date. It's just the two of them. She's opening Mm -hmm. up. She's holding back tears. You don't need to like, I don't know, like caress her, but like maybe just like put your arm around her, like touch her shoulder. Like, are you okay? Like 
I don't know, just maybe I'm just hypersensitive. I'm just like, show me that you actually care. But I just thought it was really weird. You guys are alone in a field. Just fucking touch her. That is, then, I, I didn't even notice that. So this is okay. And then there was another time where he, where she was upset about Carl perhaps. And like, he mm-hmm. went to talk to her and he was like, I just want you to know I'm here for you. Like, and again, he didn't like really get close to her. There's just no, there's no chemistry there. And then Greg's performance on the group date. I, I will not soon forget. I mean, it was crazy in, in two ways. I'm sorry, monologue. I just feel really strongly about no, this. No, please. I want more. <laughs> Number one, Greg talking into quote unquote Katie's ear with like a Southern accent and saying bend over and starting to talk about states. I What was that? Okay. So I was like, what the hell is going on? And then I talked about it with Dylan Berkey, who produces the No Rose All Thorn videos. And he said that that's actually part of a bit from the movie Horrible Bosses. So there, and I watched the scene. So the scene is like Jason Sudeikis and, um, oh my God, Jason Greg, Bateman. Gr- Greg so would liken himself to Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yes. Carry on. Okay. And so they're in like one of the bosses' homes or whatever. And is it Jennifer Aniston? Uh, I don't, I think it was Colin Farrell's maybe. I don't, I don't think horrible bosses will stand the test of time, just to be well, clear, but carry on. You never know. Maybe in the not Me Too with this. era, I don't think horrible oh, bosses okay. is going to cut yeah, it. Maybe not. I forgot Car- about that. So just clip. another another knock against Greg. Carry on. Please, <laughs> please keep explaining the scene. So um, and they see a picture of like one of the boss's wives and um, Jason Sudeikis's character goes, oh, I'd like to bend her over and show her all 50 of the states. And uh, Jason um, Bateman's character is like, what are you talking about? And he's like, it's a thing. It's totally a thing. And that's like the end of the scene. Like there's no, <laughs> oh, Florida and Massachusetts. It's just like him referencing. Everything's like, bigger in Texas. Yeah, exactly. None of that. I was just so appalled and I have a it few, was weird. A, a few things. It was super weird. Number two, like, do they talk about horrible bosses or like, are we was no. just supposed to know? I think we, we were all supposed to know. And I had I no idea until no Dylan knew. told me. Yeah, That's exactly. The, definitely a boy thing. I bet the other boys knew and like thought it'd be funny. And they're like, oh, what a great movie. But like, no. <laughs> number, number two, no creativity. If he's just like, I'm going to show you all 50 states. Everything's bigger than Texas. No creativity. Yeah. Also, you're, you're stealing it from a movie. Yeah. You didn't even think of that on your own. And then it just like keeps going in a really unfunny way. And then he thought he did a really good job. And that was really upsetting. He was like high-fiving. He just looked so stupid. I will say I liked his all black outfit. He looked cute. Oh, okay. And then yeah. at the end with the fake giant engagement ring, he actually says, I love you. He rushed into, I love you. And Katie's like, I'm going to choose to believe it was real, which is like, I guess funny and cute. If you're into him, you're like, Oh wow. Mm -hmm. I love you. But he's just rushing into it. And now I am positive. Greg is not here for the right reasons. He's just trying to get that in. And I get that. And I'm just saying, I think we need to bring a closer eye to Greg, who she's clearly really into, even though I don't see the chemistry. Jed or Jed. Oh my God. See, I was, I already have Jed on my mind because that's who Greg reminds me of. He reminds oh, me of Jed a little bit. Another faker. Another fraud. Another faker. A phony. Another fraud. A scammer. Another grifter. Scammer. Seriously. Jed the scammer. Um, I'm, Greg that's the how grifter. I'm feeling. It's a great Greg game. The gr- Greg the grifter. Honestly, there's just something about him that is just with. Okay. And I know I I was telling people about like his his gift to Katie the first night with the little macaroni necklace, which is like, get that out of my face. But like and I know people are going to hate me for saying that, but I don't fucking care. Um, But it's just like, oh, oh, how how cute. How that's just like it just plays into the whole like women want a baby. And here um, this is my niece's 
stupid spaghetti pasta necklace she made. It's just like a lot of it is just so fake to me. It's so fake and forced. I don't care for Greg. I'm positive he wants to be the bachelor. He's my number think- one. He, he's his. He's off the chain on the thirst record. Like he's just so thirsty. Agreed. And especially now that I know he took acting classes. Yes, I know. Me? It's the cardinal sin of going on The Bachelor. You may not Seriously. take acting classes. No not acting okay. classes. No IMDb credits. Come on. I can't. It's it's just too much. And then I, I just think that she seems really into him, though. Like, I would say. Yes. She was. I mean, she said that she was like falling for him. Right. And then they had their one on one or yes. the party. Yeah, and she's really she's really into him. I'm worried for her judgment. I mean, not only that, like she gave him the first impression, Rose. She gave him the first one-on-one date. Those two back-to-back, I feel like that's unheard of. And she also mentioned when he came in, she was like, he looks like my ex-boyfriend. I know. I know. Everyone's got a type. That's just not true. But Katie seems like she does. (laughs) But she, yeah, I think she does. So... I don't know. I'm not, I'm just not into Greg. I, I was appalled by his, his whole performance, but anyway, I took us far away from Thomas. Let's go back to no, Thomas for a okay. second. Put, put a bow on it. So she harshly rejects him. And then that's just kind of it. There's no like exit interview with Thomas. He doesn't mm-hmm. get to have the final word. Why do they get rid of the exit interviews? Show me a tearful goodbye. Show me an angry man in a limo. Like what's <laughs> going on here? I don't, that's a great question. I don't know. But I actually I commend Thomas for not being like, you're a bitch or like turning to the other guys and going like, screw you or something. And he just like, I think, well, I think he was in shock and then just. Yeah, he thought he was getting out. a rose. He yeah. should have gotten one. I have a feeling we'll be seeing more of Thomas in the future, perhaps this summer oh. down Mexico way. Oh, I would not be opposed to that. Ooh la la. Yeah, ho- <laughs> hopefully. Apparently there's like so many people in paradise that like people are being forced. Uh, just like they like come and go really quickly, but we'll find out. There's so many okay. par- paradise rumors out on the streets. Um, Interesting. Before we move on from the group date, I have a few more things we need to cover on that. Mm-hmm. Though this was, I thought, like, not a good episode. Some of the trolling by the producers in the group date, I just absolutely loved. Making these green, green juice 5 a.m. wake up guys have 4,000 calories of Twinkies is yes. so funny. Mike being so upset that he had to eat all of it was so funny to me. That was funny. That was really funny. I enjoyed that. Stuffing his face. Yeah. And it also made me think that Mike should be on Survivor for some reason. Actually, I could just oh, see this guy making it like three or four weeks. Good at challenges at the beginning, but doesn't make it to the merge. Sure. There's a lot of um, Christian-leaning people on Survivor. That's just true. Feel- Mark Burnett, yeah. Yes, Mark Burnett, among many others. I just feel like he would be a really good Survivor player. So, starting out there. Okay. Yeah, I could Consider see that. I could see that. Huh. Just something to think about. Um, the other, like, fat foods that they came up with, like <laughs> fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> I know. I love that. And the chocolate <laughs> cake. I was like, cool. All my favorite foods are here. Chocolate <laughs> cake, pasta, and Twinkies. I'm good to go. <laughs> That fettuccine looked good. I was like, damn, serve yeah. me up some, please. Yes, seriously. Um, and then what would you think about the waxing? I mean, whatever. Sure. It's really, I don't, I understand you play it up, blah, 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 blah. But it's just like, it's such like an old, like, you know, 40-year-old virgin kind of funny thing. I Literally, don't know. That movie's like 16 years old. Haven't we moved on to other gags? Exactly. Well, and what interested me is that they took a lot of the the dares from the Tasha um, yes. group date. And it was just like, you're really not going to think of any new stuff. That you're was pretty, literally going to take everything that from that weird. other date. Right. That was pretty weird. I feel like they just really picked the wrong location here. I don't know. It's just, I guess. it just seems awful. It, yeah. 
my sources say it's significantly worse than both La Quinta and Nemecolon. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Okay. Well, yikes. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, it means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, let's talk about Andrew S. We talked about him a little bit, but (laughs) Andrew S., when he was talking into Katie's quote-unquote ear, went hard with the British accent. He did. And Katie was like, Andrew has like this really cute British accent. (laughs) And they talk about him like that's how he actually talks. Yeah. Do they, does Katie know that's not real? And like, if so, why does she find this cute? I, I like Andrew S, but I'm just like, I'm ready to move on from your fake Bridgerton British. It's uh, when he did it night one, it was like, I could see like that. I can hear through his, like the real accent. I was like, that's not, that's a bad British accent. I don't know. She seems to like it. I guess whatever. I really like Andrew S. So I'm like willing to be okay with it, but it is like, I like him too. It's a little tiring. I did like that he was like, let's not bring it up to her. Let's just like all focus on ourselves. I yeah. thought that was actually kind of a good point because all of these relationships happen in parallel silos anyway, right? So like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why invite one of these other guys into it? Like why wreck your time by being like, okay, let's talk about Thomas now. I actually thought that was a good point. Even if she quote unquote deserves to know. Yeah. And again, I think they're kind of messing with her and they're doing it as a group, which is kind of messed up. And again, they're they're twisting what was really said. And I don't think, and they didn't bring any nuance to the situation. Yeah. And, and what bothers me too, is that then when Andrew S says, I disagree, I don't think we necessarily need to bring this up to her. Trey goes, okay, so you're willing to let her find out on her own and you're putting in her, her in a bad position. I can't believe like you're a bad person for doing that. And I was like, I know. What I, the don't, hell? I don't like Trey. I don't like Trey. Trey Trey's clearly has, has no way of, um, Winning work. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So he just is. He's just going for the drama, which is a winning, which is a good strategy. It'll get you to paradise. 
And I think a lot of these guys kind of feel the same way. They're threatened enough that they're like, okay, yeah, sure. It seems like her connection with Greg is really obvious. Yes. So maybe they feel threatened by that. Um, I don't know. She does seem to like Michael a lot too. Michael. Oh, Michael's letting the beard grow in. And Michael, (laughs) that's a good decision. He looks so much better. (laughs) Yes, he does. He, I love Michael. I think Michael, Michael is so sweet. Michael and Andrew S. My two faves. I love them. They would both be great bachelors. I'm ready for another dad bachelor. I, Why not? I Jason Mesnick's season was great. And Michael seems like a really thoughtful guy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm ready for another dad bachelor. And also he's older. As you, I'm very much on the record yes. of wanting older bachelor and bachelorettes. So into I'm, that. I'm for it. I just feel like I just feel like he wouldn't. He, Michael would never waste his time with this Thomas situation. He wouldn't care about Thomas. He wouldn't be threatened. And that's why he's not in this drama, because he just doesn't care. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. We get he's one shot of him being like, okay, and then moving on. Yeah, I seriously. Know. He's like barely in it. He's just like, he's doing him. And which is that. smart, which is really smart. And I think he doesn't need to rely on that. Whereas a lot of the, no offense, but nobody's kind of need to rely on that to stay another week. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. On, on topic of nobodies, let's talk about Blake. So. Oh my God. Okay, Blake yeah, arrived. Tasha <laughs> comes by to tell her that someone from her past has come and she won't tell her who it is. Why do you think that Taisha doesn't tell Katie who it is? I mean, I guess I believe Taisha when she was like, I just want you to go out there and not have any, you know, let me color the situation. But the thing is, is like, you can just tell her what's up. You don't have to say like, this guy is a really bad guy or like, this guy's a really good guy or something. It's just, yeah, it's really Blake's here. You might remember him. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but she says like, she might, like make Katie feel a certain way about him if she reveals it, which is doesn't really actually now that I'm thinking about it, it doesn't really make sense because she's going to find out who it is in a matter of like, you know, minutes regardless. Can, so may I share a conspiracy theory? Yes, please. I think this timeline is really off and I think that they had hmm. to do some reshoot. So I feel Ooh. like Katie, I feel like Tasha and Katie may have shot that scene like after the fact and she already knew who it was or something like that because it was hmm. such a weird weird scene. Sure. That just sort of was like, why are they doing this? And I feel like they needed to introduce it in some way. And it was done. It was like a pickup that was done later on in the season because wow, I know that Blake got there really early on. Like he didn't arrive like week four. I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. he had to like quarantine and stuff, but I know that he was there pretty early. And so I think Mm. there's a lot of strange timeline stuff happening here. And I, so I think that like, Maybe she did go to Blake to do that scene at the same time that Thomas left. Maybe she put the dress back on. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but I think there's like a lot of like quote unquote retconning happening as they say, <laughs> say in the MCU because that Tasha scene just made no sense. There's no reason to not tell her who it is. Yeah, she's gonna find out. And then wow. I, I'm just like, did maybe Katie not? She, could she not fake the that she didn't <laughs> know who it was or she couldn't fake her reaction? I really don't know. But I also just thought that was so strange. It was totally out of context. And that's true. And I think the timeline stuff is just really weird this time. <laughs> there's the, oh, there's always timeline issues on this freaking show. Like even like last Bachelorette where it's like, we don't, we don't even know. We don't yeah. even know when they came in, when Tasha actually came in. Yeah, we, exactly. We have no idea how long they've actually, also because they're not traveling, you'd lose track of time. So you're that's just like, true. it's like, have you been here for four days or four weeks? Like who <laughs> the fuck knows? Exactly. You know what? I think that's because I, if I recall correctly, I remember other times, with, you know, Chris Harrison or whoever would come in and say, 
so-and-so is here. Like so-and-so is back. And they announce it to the person. Because again, like you're saying, why wouldn't you announce it if you're going to see this person in a matter of minutes? Super weird. That is is weird, yeah. The the other thing is he had to quarantine, obviously, before he arrived. So like maybe that that threw it off or something. But I don't know. I have to say, this is the most likable I've ever found Blake. Okay. I thought when he answered the door naked, that was really funny. Oh, I hated that. Okay, interesting. Because it was like, okay, all right, we get it. Like, uh, you can't... But I Blake seems like he sleeps naked to me. Like, I actually... And he looked like he'd been sleeping. So I kind of believe okay. that. But you're... I mean, you're going to answer the... Throw on a shirt, please. It's true. You, you know, know there's probably going to be a camera there. Exactly. That's the thing. Exactly. Oh, well, how convenient. You forgot where your shirt was. You know, <laughs> just like a, a little too much for me. A little like, point though. Okay. If that really was after a rose ceremony, the rose ceremonies end really late. So maybe it was like the middle of the night and Blake had been sleeping. I get that. But like throw on a shirt. It does not take that long. It takes five <laughs> seconds. Less. Definitely takes less than five okay, seconds. Okay. Less than five seconds. Yeah, exactly. Um, I thought their conversation was kind of sweet. But and I also one thing I really like was that they admitted they had DM'd. I was like, yes, thank you. They admitted they had oh. spoken. And I I love that because Caitlin and Nick never admitted it. Dale and Claire mm. never admitted it. And it's mm. like, yes, thank you, people. Yeah, well, I just think it's interesting because this is the second Bachelorette that Blake has DM'd. Well, he's DM happy, I guess. I mean, I just I like it. I feel okay, like for some reason right. I like that. I'm just like, again, realistic. This is what creepy guys are like. They DM me. <laughs> That's, that, is, that is true. I will give you. Yeah, okay. I get that. <laughs> I don't know. I think also, Amelia, we don't understand because we're just like civilians. But like, (laughs) I think like, you know, people who go on reality TV, especially in The Bachelor, use Instagram as like a dating app and they just DM each other. Oh, totally. No. And I I get that. But I just think I don't. I just that's so how it's not for me. And also it's like, how convenient, Blake, like you're just DMing everyone out here. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I'm kind of glad he arrived because like this Thomas, the Carl drama followed by the Thomas drama mm-hmm. filed by Greg just being s- very suspect is just not <laughs> not doing it for me. So I'm happy to have Blake. I get that. But I think it's interesting. People love Greg like they love him. Why? I don't because I because he has a dead dad, too. I don't know. Greg is like literally a dime a dozen in Murray Hill where he lives. Like if you, if you all love him, I mean, start going out in the New York city this summer, I guess you guys will all find a Greg. I promise you. I just, there's nothing good about Greg. I get it. Actually, he seems fine, but that's the point. He's so plain. He's just like so plain. Greg who took acting lessons, whatever. Uh, I'm being, he's, who said Buzz Killington this week? Was that Aaron? Someone referred oh. to. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I didn't even pick up on that. I thought that was really funny. Someone referred to someone as being a Buzz Killington. I got to go back and check that. But I'm just looking at my notes and I wrote oh, down man. Buzz Killington. That's funny. <laughs> um, a few other notes. They introduced the time-honored Bravo trick of a sepia-colored flashback this week, which I loved. <laughs> <laughs> to show Thomas answering the question about if he'd want to be The Bachelor. So thank you yeah. for that that production flourish. I don't know why they don't do it more on the show. They, that was wonderful. Oh my God. That is nice. I love when they recall those moments. Of I course. Really, it's a staple I, of Bravo. I don't know why they don't do it on The Bachelor. Well, it's funny because so I've been watching a lot of Survivor, I'm, as you know, I'm sure. Um, but they rarely do that too. But they used it on one of the uh, season. Have you ever seen Game Changers? Of course. Where Debbie just goes crazy on Brad Culpepper. Yeah. And, and, and she was like, you said I couldn't do the balance beam. And then they cut to a a, a sepia-toned, um, what's Flashback? it called? 
flashback thank you and he's like you can do the balance beam and i was like what this is the first time it's ever happened so like anytime i see one of those i get really excited because they just don't do it on network uh, reality tv well this is why i think i'm both the bachelor and survivor they try to like allow like the psychological drama to become like the drama mm. record. And so they don't actually have an interest in correcting what people are saying. <laughs> Whereas with the housewives or Vanderpump, like the producers are kind of like in on the joke and trying to show you when like Jax yeah. is lying or when like <laughs> Rena says something ridiculous or whatever. <laughs> but these shows are just like trying to like, they let the drama become the narrative instead of That's, like trying, trying to have any facts. That's true. That is, I, you're right. You're right. So that's why I love to see it. I just, I love it. Yeah, yeah I love it too. I love it too. Oh, um, God. A couple, can I tell you something I learned from Reddit today? Please. You know, it's very, there's a lot of spoilers out there, so it's very tough, but I, <laughs> I, I went to Reddit nonetheless. Some, okay. some intrepid Redditors on Bachelor Reddit found, like went through the ProPublica reporting of like who got PPP loans at the beginning of the pandemic. <laughs> Sorry. And there's a lot, a lot of, people from the bachelor dale apparently got one for his influencing taisha got one colton got one for his foundation oh my god colt i okay it's kind of crazy i think that ari got one too oh Um, my what the get out of here literally got twenty thousand. like all these people for yeah ari and lauren got one for instagram husband llc which is Oh, hilarious. Oh, my God. Isn't that kind of nuts? I'm wondering if like yeah. they all. Oh, Brian, I solo got one. I'm wondering if they all like use the same lawyer or like what? I don't I don't know. I, I didn't know that it was like so easy to apply for a PPP loan when this came up. But um, um yeah. Can I start my own little company and get yeah, a loan? seriously get an LLC? It's too late. Amelia. The pandemic's <laughs> over. I'm not sure. Damn if it. <laughs> Isn't that crazy, though? That is that's I mean, it seems right. But yeah, it's like kind of interesting for sure. Yeah. Um, I thought I just thought scammers all around scammers. Thank you to Bachelor Reddit for uh, posting those pictures. I I was intri- very intrigued by that. They go deep. It's kind of amazing. Um, Amelia, who's your pick for Bachelor right now? Okay, well here's the thing. I really would love to see. Um, I I know. Okay, I sound like a broken record, but like Michael or Andrew S. I just okay. I think they're both two good guys. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I'm curious to see what happens because we still have a Bachelorette ahead of us. Like. Oh my Who's going to be on Michelle's season? Oh my God. Wow. So Are far we- off. <laughs> and then like, I mean, who's going to get a redemption it? in paradise? Like, Oh, you know, Blake has already signed up for both. Oh my God. Definitely. Blake is DMing Michelle as we he, speak. He literally is. Cause I mean, I don't know how far he's going to make it. It, it's just, it's weird to me because usually they say like, okay, you know what? Thanks. But I'm like, so already getting to know these guys. I don't want you to be here. Well, that's why I also think he came earlier than than they're saying. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. Because honestly, yeah, why else would she? Because like, who if cares? If she already decided like, oh, I'm into Greg, then why is she? Why would she do it? Why would she keep him on? And it will be interesting to see how long he makes it because I feel like the longer he makes it, the more obvious the real timeline is. Yes, Definitely. Because what if he was like final two? Oh, my. What if he won? Oh, my God. I mean, we can't rule it out. She did seem to like him. She seemed nervous when she was waiting for him at the door when she was like fidgeting and stuff. Oh, so I don't know, Amelia. I think I think it's definitely possible that she's into him. And he's into 15 more minutes of fame. Honestly, that's that is what I found suspicious, too, is like she can just totally, you know, go off on Thomas. But then some guy who like, oh, how convenient he 
He DM'd you on Instagram. Now he's back for another 15 minutes, you know? And she's like, yeah. oh, okay, fine, sure. <laughs> it's just like, that's suspicious. Yeah, I know. It really, it really is. Was there another date this week that I'm forgetting? There wasn't, right? I don't think so. I'm so like, con- the timeline has been so confusing. Yeah, there's only two dates last week, and then there was this one date this week. But and right. then there was finally the rose ceremony. But it's just like, it's very hard to keep track. It's like one date. Jeez. Yes, I know. I know. It's weird. Well, I think a lot of, again, a lot of the time was devoted to Blake, which is like, I don't get me out of here. I don't want to watch this. And yet nothing happened with Blake. They just had like two conversations. Oh it was like, God, just like two, not even dates, like pre dates. Literally, they were they're just like meetings, really, just like yes. meetings. <laughs> a meeting oh, of colleagues, bachelor professionals. Why didn't they invite us? Serious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was just like I don't know I mean I, and it just seemed like when when he when she walked down to meet him she was like Blake like oh could it have been anyone else that I mean that's what I got but I don't know last thing we need to discuss and then and you know then we'll, we'll wrap for today oh okay unless you had more but no I mean I don't think so weird episode it was like nothing really happened just- but yeah. Andrew S. in his one in his one on one cocktail time with Katie, they had quote unquote Taco Bell, most disgusting <laughs> tacos ever seen. But did you notice what else was on that plate? There was no. like lun- lunchable lunch meat, like the little rounds there of was? turkey. Yes. What? It was what? it was I, I will say I loved lunchables as a child. Love a good sure. salty preservative food. <laughs> preservative rich food. I was just like, this is so disgusting. And like that food must have been sitting around for a long time. And just like whatever hmm. PA made assembled that plate, it was absolutely horrid. So gross. God bless them. Well, that is Inter- okay, well, here's the thing. I only really like if we're talking Lunchables, I really only like the pizza ones, which are that's are after s- my time. I'm too disgusting. Old for that. Oh, I never well, had it. Okay, well, that makes me sad. But uh, you should try it. But th- yeah, that is. I don't. Oh my god, that is weird. Do you think those it tacos so are gross. actually from Taco Bell? No, though no, zero chance. No okay. way. No. Okay. Absolutely. Interesting. Although, you know, let's, let's while we're here, let's look up where the closest Taco Bell is to that <laughs> resort. You know, I mean, we can easily find this out. I actually love Taco Bell. It's a true story. Oh David, my God, me too. David Jacoby and I once did a podcast with Stassi Schroeder that we never released. Wow. Oh in which, my God. In which <laughs> we ate Taco Bell with her. But it was oh really, my God, that's it fun. Was, it was really bad. So we, we never released it. Oh, um, I'm sorry. Jeez. It's okay. I appreciate that though. Okay. <laughs> Let's see where the nearest Taco Bell is. Wow. There's a Taco Bell really close to the resort. So maybe it was. Maybe. Hey, huh. okay. Maybe I have to take it back. It's only an 11 minute drive, four and a half miles from the resort to the nearest mm. Taco Bell. So it's possible. But but I but guess maybe, it is. It just, it just seems really unlikely to me. Well, they probably have taco making supplies there. So why not just lie and say, yeah, it's from Taco Bell, but then make it in the kitchen at the resort, you know? Also, wouldn't you kill for Taco Bell if you're trapped in that resort? I, I, would, I, would, I already know my I order. I would kill for, tra- for Taco Bell. What is it? Mine's a double-decker taco. And oh, okay. Mine crunch. is a, a Crunchwrap Supreme, a Gordita, and then also I fucking love their Baja Blast. Like, it's I've just... I've never had that. Oh, you've never had a Baja Blast? No, I haven't. <sighs> I'm going to need you to, like, stop this podcast, drive to the nearest Taco Bell and get a Baja Blast. Oh, okay. It's like I'll, I'll do it best. for you, Amelia, and I'll report back. <laughs> okay. The best Mountain Dew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Truly final note of the day because this story just won't die. Sean Lowe says he's boycotting the Bachelorette over Christopher Harrison's ouster. I find that weird because his wife, Catherine Lowe, was filling in on Bachelor Happy Hour. So like they're still kind of like in the mix and, you know, he's supporting his guy. I also understand perhaps Mm -hmm. he has strong feelings about 
cancel culture if that's what you think what's happening here but i think it's just a weird stance to take publicly but i don't know also, an, I, like i don't I'm remember him i don't talk- care i'm ready to stop talking about this yeah I'm, me too and also Sean, like no one cares about you anymore i'm sorry seriously like, actually that is true no one cares about sean low anymore like He's literally irrelevant. we don't care we don't know who you are so just go away sorry but go away i know i was actually recently talking to some bachelor people some recent people from the show mm-hmm and JoJo was referred to as like an OG season. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was like, JoJo was a few years ago. And then I realized time waits for no man or woman, including bachelor rehabbers like us. So it made me feel yeah. old. So yeah, sorry. If you were like older than 2017, I don't want to see you. I don't want to ever hear about you again. Seriously. I, I feel like there was just a hard reset with the Hannah Brown season. And like everything before that, it's like, it's like old news. There was. Oh, God. There was. Did you see she was on that stupid dating show? No, I did. Okay. I'm not watching it. I don't consume oh. any more Hannah content. I just. No, no I mean, I don't Popular like her YouTube and... channel, though. So, oh, it seems. OK, good for her. I don't I mean, like, I don't care. Like, what's the the thing where it's like, I wish you the best. Like, I'm not going to read all that, but good luck or I'm sorry that happened. Like, that's Amanda how I and feel. I say wish you we wish you well on. Yeah, wish, wish you well. There you yeah. go. That's how I feel. Yeah, exactly. But... That's how I feel. feel, too. But um. Yeah, it's like just a totally different era now of The Bachelor, I guess. No one seems to acknowledge Sean Lowe. And I'm going to continue because I think, whatever, who cares? Agreed. Truly, who cares? Who cares? All right, Amelia, for more with Amelia Wedemeyer, check her out on Tea Time on Ringer Dish. Of course, no Rose Althorne on at Bachelor Party on our social media handles. Thank you to Kai McMullen for producing this episode. I'll be back on Thursday with Callie Curry. We'll be discussing The Bachelor, obviously, and of course, catching up on Below Deck Sailing Yacht, which we put off and I can't wait. Talk to you then. Thanks so much for listening. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.